Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Worst Song Pod. Do you know what's going on? I know what's going on. It's an off-pod edition, but it's still on your podcast feed. What does that mean? It means we're going to talk a bunch, <laughs> we're going to bullshit a bunch, and then we're going to listen to two crappy songs that Mike wrote outside the podcast. We're going to talk about them, and we're going to call it a day. Are we bullshitting more or less than usual? Probably about the same amount. And what's yeah. the difference between talking and bullshitting? Indistinguishable. <laughs> that, that's that's an excellent first question. We're going to bullshit, bullshit. I feel like it's just not worth I'm joined I think by that's my the human normal, centipede of auto. <laughs> joined by my normal right? hosts. Uh, <laughs> our, our normal host, Jason, wasn't quite in the mood, and I decided I'd adopt the radio voice to open this podcast. How do you feel about your voice right now? I'm actually pretty Are okay you self-conscious with it. about it? Okay. Not at all. It, okay, Are you now? self-consciousness about anything, this whole podcast would not exist. Or the thong that you're wearing. Go ahead. I'm bringing booty back. Uh, Jeremy, how you doing tonight? Well, I'm, I'm super duper. And how's the world doing? Uh, been better, but you know, keep on keeping on. <laughs> keep on trucking. All right, Jason, what's going on in your world? Um, I've been, I was on dad duty completely today. One thing I was thinking about, I, I took my daughter to the dentist. Um, she's two. And I was running a little late and I was thinking I, I maybe yelled at a driver in front of me cause he was being an idiot. And she told me to, she goes, shh, which I'm glad she didn't repeat the F word that I said just before, um, any of my, my words before that, cause she still hasn't said a swear word. So what I, my question is if she swear, she still hasn't sworn as far as I know, she's two and a half. If she swears in my presence, will I be honest with the other people that I was the one that made it made it happen for the first time if nobody else is around? If it's just her and I in the car, like I might just say that I, I didn't hear it. This, this, I, this is a sitcom pilot. If I'm being real, like I, I'm afraid that I might not actually say it. She she did shush me. Mike, I mean, has that happened in your life yet? Has Duncan sworn? He has. As a result of... Who's the first one? Does everybody remember who the first person he repeated? As far as I know, he has sworn, he, he has sworn very few times. He, he's not very verbal. So for him to even say a swear word was kind of weird. Like I said something because I think I spilled a pot of macaroni and cheese because I was making him macaroni and cheese. And I go, shit. And he just goes, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> like it just was on repeat. And like one of his therapists was here and she was just laughing her tail off at it. Like she just thought it was so funny. So I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I mean, I I've don't. heard her repeat shoot, but I'm not sure if I'm man enough, if I'm being real honest with myself to actually admit it. If she does say fuck because of me, eh, it's just words. Yeah. Anyway, it'll happen sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. But do I want to be the reason for it? Do you want somebody else to be the reason for it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you can blame the other person for everything that goes wrong in her life. Oh, that's not my fault. Like, like that's, that's the, that's the key. You get this part right, and you're yeah, it's a threshold, that's right? A, there's got to be a true something. American strategy. I like that. It's, it's definitely somebody <laughs> else's fault. Definitely, there's got there's got to be some sort of break off break point for you know where everything goes to hell in her life. Yep, and it can't be my fault, yeah, right? Okay, so you're, exactly. so you're working on the gaslighting and the projection all at once. Yeah, <laughs> all at once. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, that was probably shouldn't admit that out loud. All right, we're going to start with the 
just kind of asking some questions, Jason, it seemed like you had come up with a couple. Um, Jeremy and I have not seen these ahead of time. I don't think unless they're standing on a page in front of me and I haven't read them yet, which is totally plausible. I mean, the, the, I was watching a video. What's the craziest, what's the craziest food to eat in public? Is it completely off the rails question? I was watching a video of a man eating a head of lettuce raw while sitting and reading a book on the subway. And I thought that's the craziest food I can imagine. Another human being eaten in front of other human beings. Like not like not like goading anybody. Like because, he's just because it would his be own so bins. it'd be so normal if he was just sitting at home eating a, a straight head of lettuce. <laughs> I fully expected the it to be like one of those joke books that says like, you know, how to get laid in your free time or so you have laughing gas. Now what's next? Like um, chloroform Problem on Saturdays. <laughs> Apparently chloroform is um, there's a thin, it's a thin line between um, death and passing out like it's you know the movies make it seem like a an instant thing you kind of have to huff it for a little bit anyway side note weirdest how was your weekend so uh did you return the van that you rented yet or yeah or or are you still looking for one it's at the 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 it's at the detailer uh, um, you can no, what's the weirdest? We're, we're song pod. <laughs> yeah, we're song pod on Twitter. We also have a MySpace page because that's the kind of thing we're into. We're actually, if you're into weird things, you can talk to Jason about renting a van and figuring out what chloroform smells like. <laughs> Our MySpace page is plastered all inside the van. Don't worry. Yeah, it's just a rolling. What's the weirdest food that you can eat in public, like nonchalantly? Well, soup if you don't have a bowl for it. <laughs> Just like, like out of, just, just like out of your hand or someone else's <laughs> yeah like, even better like a camelback full of soup <laughs> yeah yeah tomato well i mean you have the chunky potato in your camel pack and you're trying to get well, it well, dislodged yeah. Well, yeah but you got to work for it so i mean you're burning calories at it's, that point so exactly it's really... it's like golf ball through a garden hose yeah <laughs> I mean, celery is like, from what I understand, you burn more calories eating celery than you do. And then it has like, digesting, but digesting it than you do in taking it in your body. You think that's true? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's why I, I mean, posed it's a it commonly to you. repeated like thing. But how many things that are commonly repeated are total bullcrap? A lot of them. Almost all of them. Sure. So, I mean, I almost wonder if like a chunky potato soup out of a camel pack, like how many calories does it take to consume it versus what you're taking in? I mean, that's it's why, a, that's why I get milkshakes extra thick, you know, it balances <laughs> out. It's actually, they're actually good for you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the strawberries. <laughs> that's a game changer right there. <laughs> <laughs> The ch the chunky monkey shake is uh is really as long as you're not eating it with a spoon. Yeah, yeah, it's healthy if you use the straw. Exactly. Wow, I can't decide if I feel smarter or dumber right now. I think I think that means we're yes. right on brand. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> oh God, Chinese democracy. What'd you say about Chinese democracy? Dem <laughs> the concept of the album. <laughs> gonna say they uh you know reaction videos on youtube are a kind of common thing and every now and then one will pop up in my feed and i saw one that was 
a person doing a reaction video to November Rain. They'd never heard a Guns N' Roses song before. And for some reason, November Rain was one of the shows, which, you know, whatever. But the funny thing was, because Guns N' Roses label goes after anybody that plays Guns N' Roses on YouTube, they couldn't actually play the song. <laughs> I like where this is going. So they were <laughs> reacting to listening to the song without playing the song in the video, which, <laughs> let me tell you something, this does not make for a great reaction video experience. <laughs> Okay, that was all. It's <laughs> good to know. That's, that's a story. Yeah. This is a question that, that my wife said, you're really going to ask the boys this? Please don't ask the boys this. Well, now you have What's to. the weirdest way to poop in the woods? Is it to dig upside, a hole? Upside or down. Is, or is it to maybe find a dye diaper and squat over it? I was I was thinking climb a tree. Yeah. And then like and go for height. I, Death from above. All <laughs> of the scream. birds, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> scream yeah, death from above. Yeah, bird style. <laughs> I once got pooped in my armpit by a bird. It was really weird. Like I was mad and impressed at the exact same time. I feel like way too many of my conversations in my life are centered around poop. Yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I've heard you say that way too many times in life. That time you got pooped in the armpit by a seagull. God damn it. I was I don't even know how it came at that angle. Physics. Physics, yeah. Yeah. So we talk a lot about karaoke. And I was thinking to myself, if there was an option to go to a karaoke spot and like B7 was a three and a half minute acapella option. Do you think that should be allowed? And if so, which what should be sung? <laughs> Are you saying like so you go to a karaoke so bar? So it's silence. So it's silence for three and a half minutes and people have to listen to you. Right. It doesn't matter. I was going to say, so it's like you grab three of your friends and you're a barbershop quartet in the uh, karaoke stage or whatever. Yes. Do you want to know what I would sing first? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> I've been joking for many years as a person who grew up as a ginormous fan of the Indianapolis 500. The Back Home Again in Indiana sung by Jim Neighbors. Really anything in a deep baritone. I feel like kind of belted out in the middle of a bar to screech things to a halt would be pretty great. <laughs> Much like this conversation. And when I say great, <laughs> Jeremy's on point. I mean, is this a terrible idea? Well, I'm not going to say it's not a terrible idea. Okay, well, what I mean, would you say? There's one way to find out if it's a terrible idea. It's true. Do it. This is testable. Yeah, three, two, one, do it. I was trying to just think of other acapella jams that I really want to get in with. And mm -hmm. I can think of a lot of things that don't have drumming. But with no instrumentation at all, like you, you pretty much have to get into like church music or barbershop quartets or some like comedy parody stuff would be all right. Like, uh, so like a jar George Carlin seven minute, like a three and a half minute bit by George Carlin or really, if there's, if there's, like, yeah, if there's so no you backing, go to karaoke and do stand up comedy because <laughs> this is even better. Introduce Clay from yeah. 1992. Yeah, if there's no backing track, I'm gonna cover somebody else's comedy in a karaoke. Yes. It would be inappropriate to do it at an open mic night, but at a karaoke spot, me doing Andrew Dice Clay might be fantastic. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. Is the Hickory dickory dock. 
I think it was inappropriate at the time in 2020. It is appalling. Yeah, I don't think Andrew yeah. Dice Clay is really where anybody needs to go. But Ever. but I do like the idea of covering a comic set <laughs> during an acapella stint <laughs> at a karaoke bar. I think you you're really onto something here. This is a terrible idea, and I want you to try it. <laughs> yes. Can you do something from John Mulaney? Because I think that would be that would be my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thoughts on speedos? Chafing. Have you, you worn one? I'm, I'm not going to confirm or deny. No, I, I've never worn. It. I think they would chafe. <laughs> Somebody bought me one as a joke once, and I um I never wore. How was? Oh, I uh, never wore it. Like man, I, felt I wore too you know, do you know, do you know where it is? Do you? I, I have worn Speedos many, many times. I was, I was on a swim team competitively. Of course, I've worn oh. Speedos. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a Speedo because it wasn't a thong. Are those are those still Speedos? Uh, Speedo is a brand, actually. Yeah. Okay. But like it's Kleenex, it's usually uh, associated with like a brief style uh, swimsuit. I feel like I, I, I've i been, this summer, I've been shirtless way more than any other summer. Why you got to show off like that? Yeah. I feel like if I'm gonna rock speedos, I either need to get in this is the unhealthiest I've been in my life. I either need to get in way better shape or way worse shape. <laughs> like there's really no middle ground with a no, speedo. No, there, there, there isn't. I just need to be an extremely ta- uh, tan like um person either way, because I'm just As rocking a-, a speedo all the time. What if you just started wearing a speedo and then your your brain would decide for you whether you needed to get fatter or or more in shape? Yeah, just let it go. Hmm. Just put the vibes out there and let the universe, you know, decide. Do you think my body's that smart? That that's a bigger question. That's what we. That's what we're trying to find out. I mean, for science, this is the scientific method in in action. What if my body decided it wanted me to get in worse shape? Well, you got to take the before picture first. Yeah, the after well, it, it picture. Dep- first. It depends on which. Put way on a bunch of weight. And then I'm just saying, at some point, picture. you got you got to be at your worst, and that's when you take the picture. Yeah, but no who cares what this the order is the before is. or after picture? <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> a, that's why you take a picture when you start, and then you take take a picture when you're done, and then you just label them. All right, this is more up Mike's alley. What bluegrass cover of a bluegrass song would you like to hear? Bluegrass cover of a bluegrass song. So there's a bluegrass song, but we're gonna cover it in bluegrass style. Which one would it be? Um, how many bluegrass songs do you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll is, is, is ultimately what this question is. <laughs> yeah, I, like I enjoy listening it's to bluegrass, but I couldn't name a lot of bluegrass songs. I can tell you that. It's just a hot thing to cover things in, and I feel like you're really missing out on something by not covering a bluegrass song in a bluegrass style. That's a way we can profit. If we could just pivot this podcast. I feel like we should try and cover songs in the style of like, <laughs> Epic summer blockbuster theme song going for an Oscar style. I don't know what that means, but I'm on board with it. Okay, so take a song. So something that's going to make us cry. Yes. Maybe. Take a song and then make it big. Really big. Like Michael Bay, the song. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be crying and then redemption at the end. You know? Can you get that whole thing in two and a half, three and a half, four and a half minutes? Can I? Probably not. Could somebody that was good at this? Yes. Mm. Not with that attitude. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I just keep thinking about how do you make a song big, big, big. You you find Zoltan the the amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
That's unplug. a nice callback right there. I didn't unplug it. For those that don't know, he's referencing a movie called Big. I think it was from 86 with Tom yeah. Hanks. You may have heard of him. Uh, he had COVID. Oh, that's, that's what Tom Hanks for. Gotcha. That's back so, to bluegrass. Okay, so back like, to bluegrass. Yeah, so, I, I is feel there like... a way? Okay. Let's just say that there's a bluegrass song, right? Okay. How would you cover a bluegrass song in a bluegrass way without being the same bluegrass? You add a wah pedal to the banjo. I like this idea. Is that a way of making a song bigger? Like a Michael Bay? Is that how Michael Bay would make a banjo song bigger? I think it's on the path. Okay. I think you you maybe add some stereophonical, uh, you know, like... uh, looping around your head with the banjo so that every string pluck is in a different ear and then you uh you put some weird delay on it you know because i mean digital delay is a thing that you think of with banjos often and maybe some you know great echo music you add some distortion into the the dobro or or the uh, the slide guitar the dobro does not sound like a real instrument literally a real yeah <laughs> okay it sounds like Cobra that, Kai. That's one of the- it sounds like something Cobra Kai would try to do to um, thwart Ralph Macchio. But yeah, no. Uh, put him in the Dobro. A, 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 a Dobro is a uh, like a resonator style guitar. Uh, okay, so like so like you know how bluegrass a lot of times they have a jug, like they're playing a jug as the oh, drums. Yeah. You get bigger jugs, bigger jugs, because everything is better <laughs> with bigger <Yes>. jugs. <laughs> Very Michael Bay. How do you feel about a paint stick in uh, bluegrass? Because I feel like if you talk about jugs, you gotta. We're talking about paint stick too. That's fair. Well, yeah, you hit the. It's a very obnoxious noise. I mean, in terms of quote unquote instruments, I feel like the paint stick has got to be one of the most obnoxious noises in quote unquote music. I'm trying to figure out what other things are really annoying in quote unquote music, and I think that there's a lot of songs that are way more annoying than that, but. You probably just don't think about it that way. <laughs> no, I don't. That's why I asked you. You ever listen to like a random sample in a rap song in the background? Like where they're just like, yeah. And then like they do that 300 times in a song. That's way more annoying than a paint stick most of the time. Especially because it's the same. Yeah. It's not even a guy doing it more than once. They literally recorded it once and they put it on a keyboard. So the guy can just push the button to say, yeah, whenever he wants. Yeah. yeah but what if he goes, yeah, 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 just means he hit the key a bunch of times because he didn't let it play. Yeah. Through. They remix it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're proving my point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go now. All right. What if you cover things like Celine Dion? Bluegrass is Celine Dion? Yeah. Celine Dion as Celine Dion. I want to hear, I like hearing you (laughs) and or Jeremy as Celine Dion, I feel like is, I'd I'd pay money for that. Not very much money. Oh, well, thanks for playing. First, I have to turn Canadian. (laughs) Yeah. I do have tons of music questions. Let's do it. So, all right. I was reading an article about the bass player from ZZ Top. They took a three-year hiatus in the 1970s. And he, the bass player from ZZ Top, took a job at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport just so he could feel normal and didn't tell anybody that he was, he was, he'd won three gold records. Like, I kind of love it a lot. He apparently didn't have a super long beard and used that. No, I don't think he had one. He was the one that didn't have one. Oh, okay. And then he used that time to grow it. Okay. Either way, like, A, I think it's fucking great. Like, 
I, I mean, I guess my question is like, if you were to feel normal, is working at the airport the place to do it? Like, where do you do it? I mean, if you want to feel normal, go to the airport. Because you are in no way the, the weirdest person there, no matter what else is going on. The airport's great because, like, everybody has a story at the airport. Every person. Like, they have something going on. And you can just, like, you can feel. I, you're right. You're right. You can feel. She's like, you don't have a story today. And everybody else is going somewhere good, bad, indifferent. Like, they have a plan. I'm on board with that. Have you ever known anybody who's worked at an airport? No. Because I, I realize that, you know, airports, you know, airports are one of the largest employers in a lot of economies, like locally. And I think about that, like when I've lived in a couple of major metropolitan areas and, you know, it's one of the largest employers and I've never known a single soul who actually worked at the airport. Is it one of those things where they're afraid to admit it? No, it's probably more likely one of those things that I hang out with a certain type of people because those yeah, are my coworkers, and I, I'm not exposed to the people that work in an airport primarily. But I have known people. Actually, that like, I take that back. I well, and sorry, you can finish, but I do know someone that worked for an airline. So okay, now that you say that, anyway. Uh, and so, like, I have known people that have you know worked in gas stations or used car lots or like all sorts of other things, but never somebody that's 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 worked in an airport. And I just thought that was, I find that fascinating. Is it like, at the same time, like, you know, in this weird economy, I don't know anybody who's a cam girl. That being said, I'm guessing Mike might. Um, <laughs> based off of the people. Just, just saying. Within <laughs> your life. I'm just saying, just because you don't know them, it doesn't mean they're not all around you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shot across the To the, the best of my knowledge, I don't think I... I don't think I know any cam girls to the best of my knowledge, <laughs> but I do totally think you're correct that if one of us was going to know one, it would be me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Should they hand out their cards? Be like, Hey, this is who I am. I might be really bad. It would definitely be really bad or they'd be doing it. I just think if you're a cam girl and you can make a bunch of money doing that, more power to you. That's, power that's to what you. I think. You, I feel like you can make way more money if you're just like, Hey, here's my card. That's kind of cooler than random person on the internet, but then you don't want to be stalked. Yeah, I think there's so, a little yeah, bit of safety yeah. in there. What's a safety yeah. thing? Yeah, I think if you if you're handing out cards, I think you're basically saying that you're no longer exclusively a cam girl. You're actually probably more into the prostitution realm. Or at least I have definitely gotten business cards from prostitutes before. So. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Vegas. Sells <laughs> my sells so Jeremy from all of his clients. I've had. I've had someone that worked as a stripper, but never anyone arrested for that. I was gonna. I was just gonna ask if what. Tell us about the good sex crimes you've had in in the, <laughs> not sex crimes like victimless no, because, sex crimes, victimless uh, sex crimes. <laughs> um, I I did have a guy that was charged with public nudity. Did you get his card? Did you have to go on a lift <laughs> for that? No, actually. Oh, I'm, that's really good. I'm glad he didn't. No, it just it's basically put pants on when you take your trash out. It's just. <laughs> Life advice. Like when you say pants, hold on. I've got to ask some clarifying questions here. <laughs> There's nothing about what we're about to say that's going to let you know who the heck I'm talking about. And this is a case from five or six years ago at this point. So. I just want to know when you say wearing pants, do underwear count as pants? No, I'm sa I'm saying he wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> I get that. You're saying I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying he was a uh, commando. Was he wearing a shirt? I think he had a robe on. Well, see a robe. That was open. See, I think you could just argue I was wearing a skirt that had a hole in the front. 
and and then you know how's that any different from a robe? <laughs> because a skirt doesn't have a hold in the front. That's why it's called a if skirt it, with a hole in tied. the front. Yeah, it wasn't tied. Some skirts like actually tie around your weight. Like it's yeah. a big kind of cloth, like a towel, and you wrap it and you tie it, and like maybe yeah. it came untied. I mean, I, I mean, personally, I didn't really see the problem because if I'm remembering right, it occurred in December. So. If you're ballsy enough to go outside without pants on in December in the Midwest, I'm yeah. kind of like, you do you. Yeah. And if the kids see it, you go, that's the crazy neighbor that goes out there without his pants on to take the trash out. And that's how you have a story for your kids. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how often he does it. My understanding was one too many. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the answer. I mean, granted, like I said, this is a while ago, so I don't. That was a great answer. (laughs) My spouse's grandmother's house. There was a guy across the street who was kind of famous for just being super weird and like eccentric and flamboyant and everything. He would mow the lawn in like a g-string, and that's it. Like he'd be pushing, you know, and like. Was he in really good shape or really bad shape? Yeah, yeah, just threw that out the window. He really blows. Sometimes he'd be like a G string and like a pink flamingo, like boa and like a sombrero. Like it was just like the weirdest things. And he'd be on the, in the newspaper all the time because people would just come and like report it. And it was always like enough coverage that it wasn't anything indecent. It was just weird. And so like that whole family and many families around that area all grew up knowing that this person existed and it was just a story that you were going to tell. Oh yeah. That's where that that guy lives, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes, you know, people rather than getting all upset about somebody being a little weird or a little different, just be like, yeah. All right. Now we got some stories to tell. (laughs) Not hurting anybody. I think one of the logical follow-ups is, have you been in the paper for, um, doing quote unquote something weird, Mike, because you're starting to, you're starting yeah, we're starting to, to defend to it. Make those questions. <laughs> Context is everything. Is uh, is acting in a play something weird? Um, it depends on, on if it's a one person play that you're putting on by yourself in the front yard every morning. <laughs> Anything we can be called a play if you want. Yeah. No. I. I to the best of my knowledge, I've not been put in the newspaper for anything nefarious <laughs> as such. Just to circle back, one thing Jeremy, that I should I answer to... these questions or not? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you, I think you might be a bad lawyer. <laughs> I never claim not to be. Um, well, guilty. I mean, wait, not guilty. Um, fuck. The, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a do-over. Counsel. Whatever gets me in love's trouble, that's what I plead. <laughs> Have you ever tried that as a legal argument? I plead the sixth. I plead whatever yeah, gets me in least the least amount of trouble. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, that's that's called pleading guilty in most cases. Yeah, well, that's the point of a plea bargain. But. So uh, to circle back to the question, the thing about ZZ Top is they always had the long beards. And right. this guy rarely got recognized. Do you think he could have just swapped places with one of the Oak Ridge boys and no one would have ever noticed? Probably. I think so. My question was, if you start off looking ridiculous in the first place, and then you decide, like, basically kiss. I think kiss is the other way. It was like, if you, was it Paul Stanley? Paul Stanley's their singer. If you saw him in real life, would you recognize him because he doesn't have face paint on? Yes. Kisses may be a bad example because it was a, in the 80s, because they eventually they took, took the, off their makeup. They took the makeup off, it and that was a big deal. 
I mean, basically, should you start off looking ridiculous so you can blend in in your real life and not try that hard? Well, if you think about it, like, would you recognize anyone from Guar? No. Do you think no. a beard is the same thing as being in Guar? It works for Superman. Superman just puts on glasses and off glasses. Like, imagine if he had to take off his beard every time. You'd can never we talk about how lame that is. Sometimes, anyway. No, I, yeah, that's that's a separate conversation. That's been Mike. I think we've listened. We've answered enough questions. What do you think we should do now? All right. Uh, this song, I am semi convinced that we actually did this song already, but no one else thinks we did. So, we'll listen to it, and it's at some point we figure out we did it. We'll edit that out. So this is this okay. is a song written around a year ago, and it was about uh, you can't always get what you want, but since that was already a song written by the Rolling Stones, I decided to talk about the same concept, but in a different way. Collaborating with you took a little more effort Working with you was at least mildly painful Your antiquated ways, your ideas were dull You weren't the worst, but you could have been better You're my second choice You're not quite the best, you're what was available And that's why we have you even after it was over, you were number two. You were number two. You're the second choice. You're not quite the best. You're what was available, and that's why we have you. You're what was stuck with second choice. breakdown there at the end it was nice i, I totally, really did too i forgot that i did that shredding at the end for the fun yeah, it was nice. I was like this doesn't fit at all i'm throwing it in there that was great yeah. and i really liked it the best yeah I, I don't even think i liked it second best <laughs> it's what we settled for i mean let's just be honest the best wasn't available so this is what we got <laughs> like, yeah, that's what we got the first time you heard that song i i texted it and you replied back is this song about me <laughs> <laughs> Say that sounds a lot like a lullaby my mom used to sing. So. Did you answer the question to the affirmative? I, I don't remember how I answered the question. I'll have to go through my notes. So now, uh, yeah, so that, that was that was that song. It was just a you know a fun little thing about second choices. I was like, it's not mean. It's just not nice. It's like I don't know. It's, it's a backhanded compliment in this song. I always, I don't know why, but I always love backhanded compliments in songs, or at least writing that song. If you can find a way to say something without saying it, I find it entertaining, at least to try and write. I mean, saying something without saying something is something I do every day, so. Whoa. That's like your job, dude. So you're a backhanded compliment king? Yeah. Do you want to say anything to me right now? I really appreciate the way you answered that question. <laughs> the best part is no matter what you said, I was going to seem really shitty.
The best part was when you made me feel bad. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm crying right now on the inside. And the outside, but mostly the inside. Yeah, Tears of Blood. Hey, speaking of which, should that be a song? Tears of Blood, because all of the blood's on the inside. That's where blood's supposed to be. It sounds like a, a metal cover of Eric Clapton. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> if you want to do that as a bluegrass cover, we can a do bluegrass cover of a metal version of Eric Clapton. One of my favorite covers I ever heard was I don't know if this is real or not, but back in the Kazaa, you know, days or whatever, when you were getting things, um, all weird covers were always labeled of like you know this by Fish, and that was a very common thing. But it was allegedly Fish, Fish and Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. this was Fish. Acting like James Brown covering Mbop from Hanson, it was amazing. I like where this is going. <laughs> well, because basically it's somebody pretending to be James Brown <laughs> and being like, "We're doing Mbop," and it's like, "Take it to the bridge thirty-seven times," <laughs> and then it's like, "Keep going." And like it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if I could find it for you, I would play it. But uh... that's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. All right, yeah, moving on. Should we get to your other song? No, I'm really excited now. They're going to add James Brown anyway. That's fine. So the next song uh, goes back to when we recorded episode six of season one, where we were talking about sympathy for lower deities, which I believe we went into the used car salesman story. Um, and I don't remember all the song, but I remember that during the episode, we actually had a lot of conversation about songs that had whistling and dragons and share. And none of that made it into the song. And I felt kind of bad because dragons and share not like a pretty great topic. So I think it was later that evening I recorded this song uh, after the podcast had been cut already. She was long and tall and a queen to us all Legend says she invented a sound The noise was pointy Her voice was raspy Out in the midst of the air Flew your hair I see you approaching Your long dark hair Your breath is so hot That I tremble in fear Then I know that it's time And then I know that it's time I've got a role for initiative I've got a role for initiative I've got a 20 on perception I realize this dragon this dragon is share. This dragon is share. She sits down on a ledge. She tells me her fondest memories were working with. 
Beavis and Butthead The spikes on her seem To glisten and gleam The spikes on her tail Turned into tambourines I roll for initiative I roll for initiative I've got a 20 on perception I realize this dragon This dragon is shell This dragon is This dragon and share is such an odd statement, and I really love it. I mean, there was a whole line about the tail and tambourines. Yeah, her, the spikes like, on her tail turn into tambourines because Cher played a tambourine and had long, dark hair. She morphs from a dragon into Cher. How else can she capture you? Her charisma is so high. <laughs> Weird song. <laughs> you never played D&D. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's obvious no. somebody here has not Why played D&D. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm not a nerd. Thank you. Apparently not big enough. God, I thought I was a nerd. Yeah. There's there, there's all there's always a bigger nerd. You got to roll for initiative. Sheer turns into a dragon in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> How have I not played this game? Yeah. Well, obviously you were doing something stupid like getting laid or something. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What happens to other female musicians like Miley or Dolly Parton? Well, Dolly Parton is just a treasure in all yes. worlds. They call her the White Queen. Miley had some problems trying to turn into a dragon in real life, so you know. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so it yeah, came but, in like a wrecking ball has such a different yeah. meaning. <laughs> That's such a dragon. Where's the tambourine? You don't want to know. So on that song, I I think that song's fun. Yeah. I don't know that one's that one's one of my. That would have been in definitely the top half of my season end show. <laughs> Is it because of the whistling? I think the whistling's pretty fun. I like the uh, the synth sound. Like it sounds really uh, like new wavy, like nineteen eighty three to nineteen eighty five pop synth. Mm-hmm. Is it, it's a I, I like the sound in that a lot. And then I some of the vocals that I kind of overdubbed on the on the chorus a little bit. Like it, there's some backgrounds and there's also um, there's this really high pitched intro when the drums come in right before the chorus. It goes. And then boom, boom, boom. And I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed making the song and listening to it. I can tell I had a good time doing it. So I think it's fun. Do you feel like you should make more songs about dra- uh, either dragons, share, or share as other entities? Like, like do a sequel? Trolls. <laughs> like, it's like another sequel. Uh, a sequel to the sequel, yes. if you will. A threequel. I mean, it's basically the reload of this song. It's not a remix. I, I think what's interesting is I covered literally everything I knew about Cher in that song. That she had long dark hair. Uh, she played a tambourine. She worked with Beavis and Butthead. Uh, I think the only thing I didn't mention was Sonny Bono. And I, I think I had I, I had yeah, like I a, some say. scratch notes around Sonny Bono, and I ended up not using them. Um, but uh, so the next song is about dragons. Got it. And Sonny Bono. <laughs> yeah, what kind of dragon would Sonny Bono turn into? Any final thoughts, Jeremy? Tip your waiters. It's uh, hard out there for everybody, and if you're going out to a service job, you should you should you should kick them a little something because they deserve it. 
Not wrong. I don't know how you, I don't know how you top that. That's pretty somber. Right. But correct. Uh, crazy, crazy times we're in. Yeah, Jason, any final thoughts? Final thoughts. I'm honestly proud of your share song because Jeremy and I generally try to throw you off off guard, off topic, off everything. And the fact that you listened to what the stupidest things we were trying to come up with, and then you thought, I need to make a song out of the stupidest of the stupidest, not just the stupidest things we say, but the stupidest of the, the things you wanted to throw away, I feel honored by. And I feel like, if nothing else, it proves, uh, approves to you that you should listen to our worst like the worst of the worst um, ideas that we have, you are not paying attention to the most terrible thing that we could be doing for you. I, so if you want to succeed, listen to Jeremy and I. Because the dragon is share, I'm nearly certain, it's been a long time, but I'm nearly certain that was a direct quote from Jeremy and I. I don't think it was, but I, okay. I remember <laughs> talking about that, but yeah, I don't remember much more than that. I guess we could always go back and listen to it. We literally have an archive, but I'm not going to. No, so, it's late. Uh, <laughs> and who likes fact-checking? Yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. You can this follow us at We're Selling Pod on Twitter. You can check us out on MySpace. Okay. If you engage with us on Twitter, we'll probably engage back because we've only had ever one other account engage with us in any meaningful way. So you could be number two. And if you make a connection on MySpace, um, please. <laughs> it's lonely <laughs> Like seriously, there's not been a post since 2016. Like on the whole site, or years <laughs> I can tell. Uh, are we following anybody on Twitter this week? Well, we didn't talk about that. I, yeah, either share or the Oak Ridge Boys. It seems like both. Or Dungeons and Dragons. That, that, can we follow Dungeons and Dragons? Probably. On Mike, final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are: this episode may not be like the rest, but in most ways, it's like the rest because it's not good. So you can uh, tweet you us. Please engage with us. We'll miss you. Kisses. Kisses. <laughs> Toodles. This dragon is shit.